1: There was nothing wrong with the 49ers decision to take the ball first in overtime. I've just seen people ripping the Niners for this, like this was the wrong decision. It wasn't. It's a toss-up decision. The case for going first is very straightforward. And I thought Shanahan explained it well, and like he's kind of getting ripped for it. I don't know if people didn't understand it, but I I thought he explained it well saying, you want the ball third in the event that the game is tied after the opening
0: possession. If neither team scores, if both teams kick a field goal, if both teams score touchdowns, you get the ball next and you win the game with a field goal.
1: That's Capadia with Benjamin Solak. I would just like to say, thank you. Right. Let me give you a a hypothetical. Let's play the Super Bowl overtime game again. Ready? Here's the game. Mm -hmm. The Niners win the toss and they kick. Okay. The Chiefs go three and out and punt. Yep. The Niners go three and out and punt. Mahomes drives for a field goal. They win the game. What's the conversation? How could you give Mahomes two possessions? The conversation is probably criticism that they that they didn't take the ball first. When I would want to make the criticism, you didn't go for it on fourth down. It's fourth and 13 from your own 11-yard line. If I don't you don't the get that, they're going to kick a field goal and win. They're already in range. Mm-hmm. Versus what? i got to stop my homes from getting three first downs to win the football game? Right. That's another example of going first versus going second. If you go first and you have 4th-11 at your own 13-yard line, you can punt and get a stop. If you are going second and it's 4th-11 and 11 from your own 13-yard line, mm-hmm. uh-oh. Now it's sudden death. I mean, granted, sudden death—if you kick it away, I guess that's the same. But the way it played out has led to a conversation about how it's clear a, mis- a clear mistake. And every time you point out, well, I mean, they wanted the advantage in the third possession. Well, yeah, but what about the second possession? They know about that. Like the the mm-hmm. reasoning was sound. I'm not saying everybody had to agree with it, but just way too much. Well, you you can't you can't go first when you certainly can. Uh, there's a good conversation here to be had about like penalty kicks and shootouts, right? For other sports? Yeah, yeah, because now the NFL's kind of went from last to first in the playoffs. Because regular season, we still have touchdown wins that you don't have an opportunity to get the ball second. Mm-hmm. But they were the worst overtime format in all of sports. And are they now, is this the best one? It's pretty darn good. I mean, hockey's flawless. It's overtime, sudden death. Well, it depends if you like the shootout, though. Oh, for, oh but for the playoffs? playoffs yes. Yeah. Right, 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 yeah. They, they've just committed to we'll play the game forever if we need to. If we if we got to play this game till 3 o'clock in the morning, we are not doing anything gimmicky. This is going to be five-on-five hockey. And they make sure of that, by the way, because there are no penalties called. <laughs> That's right. So we are going to have five-on-five hockey. It's going to be a war for as long as you two need to go at it. Do you know if you should go first or second in soccer penalty kicks? That one probably shouldn't matter either, right? Well, that's the thing. Preference? A, a professor at the London School of Economics researched the science of shootouts, soccer shootouts. Yeah. Do you want to go first? Do you want to go second? You will have a chance to match everyone if you go second. You'll know what your kick means, too. Whereas going first, you know, you're starting that inning or whatever, right? You're just the guy going second, or Gal going second will always have the pressure on them because if you get into the sudden death portion, right? If you go first, game's not over yet. That's right. If you go second, game's over on your kick. You either are. I'm stepping up to this ball. I this must to win it. I must survive, or, or I might lose, I can or lose I might it win. Right. So, yeah. Doctor, this is Ignacio Palacios Huerta a professor at the london school of economics has long researched the science of shootouts and in soccer penalty kick shootouts what does this this professor say it is not 50-50 going first is 60-40 really it is better to go first the science of shootouts the mental side of it you know as we're talking about this overtime that's in there as well that we've we've talked about sometimes with josh allen where If a team goes out and gets a touchdown earlier, you're down 10 at halftime, you're going to play differently. Sometimes you're going to play more aggressively, and that's good. Other times you're going to try and get it all back in one throw. We've had conversations this year where Josh has to be patient, and I just think that there's a mental side about going second. The Chiefs know, hey, we can win the game here, and that's great. Had the Niners scored a touchdown, Mm -hmm. and the Chiefs, they've said they would have gone for two. Yep. Would it have been more difficult to get a touchdown? Because the Niners know that's all they've. That that's the thing they have to defend. Yeah, a little bit. The Niners can play defense a little bit differently, and the Chiefs would would Mahomes be a little bit? Oh, I've got to get it all. I've got I've got to go to the end zone here. Maybe on, you know, a second and five, he goes to the end zone like Allen went to the end zone to Shakir, as opposed to taking a sh- Oh, a field goal is going to be fine. Maybe we'll keep, keep matriculating down the field. Whatever. I, I think the format is perfect and. I liked what Joe Capadia had to say there was the, the first person nationally that I've seen really just say like, it was, it was fine. The freak out about what Shanahan did is overdone. I agree with that. So, uh, so, so that's a work didn't... show. Since I agree with it, I want to play <laughs> it. <laughs> right. I'd say that he didn't go for it on fourth and four. I hate that McDermott didn't go for fourth and nine in the bills game against the chiefs. Right. Like that question in that criticism has not been levied against Shanahan really anywhere this week. If you are gonna go first, and like you are right to point out, if you get into a fourth and thirteen, well, okay, like there is only so much you can do. But fourth and four from the nine yard line, come on, man! Like I, they played. I guess they they played it like the Chiefs have been playing, right? They played it like the Chiefs were a team that hadn't had a real touchdown drive in twenty drives. That's how they played it, and is that should that be criticism of you doubted Mahomes could go down the field and score a touchdown? You did not believe he was going to move down the field and score a touchdown because if he did, you would have went for it. How and, many how how many touchdowns had he had at that point and in that's, the game? That's what I mean. He had had one, and it was a thirteen. It was a one play thirteen yard drive. But is that criticism of? Should that be a thought of? Okay, I know I've stopped them all game, but it is still Patrick Mahomes. Does he deserve that benefit of the doubt? So even still, even when the offense isn't moving that's Patrick Mahomes, and I am not going to give him touchdown to win the football game when it's fourth and four. Right. When it's a reasonable distance for me to go forward. And but if it. you don't get it, now you're giving him field goal to win the football game. And what that's, do you think about that? That's the risk. You're right. But thou, but he's, I'm, but, he's, you're, he, but what you're doing is you're putting the hands of the game in your offense more than you're putting it in, let me stop Patrick Mahomes again. Yeah, all this – kind of sounds like the strategy conversations where you say, like, listen, the plan is to keep it away from Mahomes. You can't. He's going to get the ball. right? The Bills could have a game plan to run, use clock, and keep the ball away from Mahomes. You can't. He's going to get the ball as many times as you did. And in overtime, that's the new rule. How could you give it to Mahomes? You, you have to. The, no no longer exists where you can win a coin toss, score a touchdown, and that guy does not see the ball. He's going to get it. And whether or not he needs three or needs seven, you're gonna to have to deal with it. You so, can you can earn though the right to have more possessions than him. You can earn that. But you need to go you need to be willing to go for it on a fourth and four from the nine yard line. Or and then go for two. Or just say we'll take the ball in overtime, and then you will get more possessions than him if you if you tie. All right. What do we tease going to this? Anything? You had to you had a let's get stupid. we have. Instant trivia we still have to get to. Yep. You want to do the instant trivia? Sure. I think you'll run through it pretty... Uh, well, you might run through it pretty quickly. What's it a- is uh, Sabers droughtology themed, of course. As the Sabers sicko that I am with uh, our instant trivia. Instant trivia is brought to you by the Farmer's Dog. Fresh human grade dog food delivered right to your door. In the last 13 years since the Sabres have last made the playoffs... Who are the top five teams, the five teams in the league that have made it ten times or more? That's it. Simply put. The five NHL teams that have made it to the playoffs ten or more times since the Sabres last made it. Ten, by the way. So the Sabres last made it in 2012? Eleven. Eleven. So April t- of 11. How many teams have made it ten times? Five. Okay, Boston. Boston, ten. Toronto. No, no? Seven. Only seven. Okay. Eight. Excuse me. Eight for Toronto. All right, Boston. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, number one with 11. Everybody else is 10. And I believe Pittsburgh had 11 in a row, and they missed the last two years. So this is recent for them. Washington? Washington with 10. And there's only one more? Two more. Two more. Tampa? Tampa 9. They do not make oh. the cut. I guess they missed. Like when did they draft uh wasn't it the McKinnon year they were in the top 3? Yeah, they took Jonathan Drouin. Yes. And then yep. they traded him for Sergachev, I believe. Mm, maybe, cuz that's how cuz Drouin was in Montreal and then Yeah. That's right. Right. They had some bad years uh early though. For I mean, I mean, the I'm Sharks not. are newly down, they were good for a while. The Sharks. Ten. The, the New York Rangers. Nope. Nine. There's one more. There's one more. This is pretty good. This team, I think, for you've got to be bleeping kidding me that this this team's made the playoffs ten oh. times since the Sabers last made it. Carolina. No. Ugh. Not because they have a tie to the Sabers. Just it's not a team. I think you would think of this. Carolina's made it seven times. Six times. Poor Jeff Skinner. He had all the years they didn't make it. Yeah. And then he got here and <laughs> still haven't. I don't know, like. Is it Eastern Conference? Nope. Okay. It's not the Blackhawks. They don't have that many. Nope. Seven. Dallas? Nope. Seven. Look at mm-hmm. all these teams with seven playoff appearances. Most and... teams have like four or more. Yeah. At least. A lot have seven. Is it last night's opponent, the Kings? Nope. But they do play them coming up. They play coming up the uh, Minnesota? What, you don't know their schedule off the top? I'm just kidding. No. Minnesota? Minnesota. Ten playoff appearances. That's the one for me. Like, what the, what the you know what? The, yeah. the Minnesota Wild have made it ten times since we have. Not <laughs> fair. Yeah. All right. The Sabres. 20 games left? No, more than that, right? No, it's only 20 games left. 20 games left? Yep. 20 games left. Before we get a merciful end to the season. 20 games left, and they are 10 points out of a playoff spot. Should we do the... uh, So Paul brought up Tage yesterday? He did. He did. Chopping somebody. I mean, I was expecting to hear his name, or at least Darlene's name, when kevin adams got asked by bulldog yesterday like do you at least have a li- do you have a list of untouchables and he pretty much said no everything's on the table that includes tage like he could have easily said you know like rasmus and tage we would we just wouldn't look to move them you know like he could have easily said that and decided not to so i don't know if that has to be interesting in any way but He has had three years where you're getting a different level of centerman, I think, in each year. Like, what was he that first year he broke out? He was like a good number two center because he had the goals. He scored 38 but didn't have any of the assists. Like, to be a number one center, you got to have a bunch of assists. And then last year, he was legit number one center. And this year, is he more like a number three center with with this production? And with that, even if you wanted to trade him, what would a team say? You'd say... We could put up 94, and they say, "Right, he's only done that once." Right, so I don't know what his value would be. But oh, 30 games left. My math is off. Sorry, 30 games left. <laughs> Thank you. Mike. Se- that seems more right. 30 games left. Yeah. Duh. I can't even say it's before 7 a.m. that I made that mistake. No, it's 9:20. twenty. It just <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it just scary. feels so deep in the season that I can't believe there are 30 games left. Sorry, 30 games left. All right, let's do the let's do the math here. Right, right now. The wild card spot, the final wild card spot. Oh, we're gonna do this? What we're, we're gonna what, what the Sabers have they to, need do. to do. Yep. The final wild card spot is held by Detroit. Okay. They lost last night. Yep. They are on pace for ninety-five points, ninety four point six. Let's just say ninety four. 94? Okay. So the Sabres have to get to ninety five points. Okay. So that's forty five more. Yeah. Forty five points in thirty games. In thirty games. games. It's a 123-point pace. <laughs> it's a 123-point pace, <laughs> and I want to point out to you that last year's Bruins were 135. Okay, so they got to be almost as good as last year's Bruins. Yes. Who were like the best regular season hockey team we've yes. ever seen in the, our lives. The previous, okay. the previous year's President's Trophy team was the Florida Panthers with 122 points. So the Sabres have to have a President's Trophy pace- in the final thirty games mm-hmm. to get to ninety five, which is where the number is right now. Good luck. Don't call it a comeback. The only time I can remember a team doing a run like that. Do you remember when uh, Andrew Hammond was the the Senators goaltender? And they went on a run like that. They were double digit points out. You know what they needed at the end of the year to to, to make the playoffs that year? They went twenty three four and four. Hmm. Didn't the Devils have a run like that too? That might be right. And the Sabres had right. one the year that the Pagulas bought the team. They yeah, were, they were in rough shape and then became amazing down the stretch and made it. It is kind of right. Like that's the the last time they made it. It was it was like this. Um They were, let's see, on the day, there was a moment, I think, where Lindy, like, did a Hall of Fame, Buffalo Hall of Fame speech and, like, banged the podium and, like, declared, like, we're going to make a run here, we're going to make it. And at that time, I remember thinking, or even hearing on the radio, like, they're so far out, like, okay, all right, Lindy, like, you're doing the thing here. But they were, like, at the new year, 12 points out of that season. They found a way. I mean, it's February 14th, though. Also, I was digging around in the standings yesterday and realizing that the Sabres are actually one of these teams that are only not in it because they never go to overtime. If you wanted to do your 3-2-1 point standings, you want to know where they'd be? The 3-2-1 point system? The 3-2-1 point system. It's going to make you want it even more, I think, because the Sabres are sixth in the Eastern Conference this year in regulation wins. Twenty-one. That's th- that's four more, or maybe it's three more. Now than Toronto, they would be one spot out of the playoffs, so they'd be five points out. But three points for a win, we're talking like one week of good hockey, and you could be in a spot if they had the three-two-one point system. Hmm. Yeah, the three okay. they'd have, they'd have seventy one points in the three two one. Detroit would be in second for the wild card position with seventy six. Holy cow. To look at this is wild that the Sabres have twenty one regulation wins. Yeah. And the Islanders have sixteen. Right. How many and, how and are many, seven points ahead of the Sabres. How many overtime like losses do they have? Do you have it there for the Islanders, for instance? Yes. Like Thirteen. 13? Thirteen? Thirteen. I was not prepared for it to be that high. The amount. Islanders have 13 regulation tie points. I mean, it's so dumb. It's so dumb. 13. The list I, I made on this of like the 3-2-1 point standings, I didn't even get to the, oh no, there are the Islanders. There's, they'd be 70s. So they'd be one point behind the Sabres. Yeah. Well, again. With, with I, 11 more losses in overtime. My point is always going to be, it's not a loser point. Don't call it a loser point. It's a regulation tie point. You have to earn it. The Sabres are a great example of this. You earn that point by playing a team even for 60 minutes. Right. And how many times have the Sabres played a team even for 60 minutes and then lost? Four times. The Islanders have done that 13 times. That is not a phony number for the Islanders. That means they are more deserving. They have played teams better. I think the 3 to one point system should, of course, value a regulation win more than an overtime win. But the, the bigger thing to me is... Re- overtime wins who leads the league in overtime wins the Sabres have two is it Toronto I'm gonna, I know I'm Toron- find Toronto right now because Toronto I know has less regulation wins than the Sabres but are like way above so. Carolina has five overtime wins okay so the, think about it instead of instead of thinking about loser points you earn loser points yeah overtime points are where they you know flip it to three on three and say somebody's got to take a point out of here Carolina has five the Leafs have five the Red Wings have five New Jersey has five the Islanders have five. The Sabres have two. So that's three points there. Yep. You know, you're know you 10 points out of a spot. They don't get to the end of regulation tied. Like, let, let's do the numbers on this. The Sabres have played 52 games. Overtime losses, four. Regulation and overtime, the difference is only six times have they been even after 60 minutes with a team. You go back to the old standings, right, Joe? Do yep. it that way. Win-loss-tie. Win-loss tie, the Sabres would be 21, 25, and 6. Mm-hmm. The Islanders would be 16. <laughs> I'm going to do the math here. Would be 16, mm-hmm. 18, yep. and 18. 16. That's the weirdest record I've ever heard. <laughs> 16, 18, and 18. <laughs> it's so strange. But the point is... <laughs> yeah. The Sabres at the end of sixty minutes, the Sabres have been tied with the team six times. The Islanders have been tied eighteen times. It is better to be the eighteen. Well, this kind of makes me think. Are what are we truly mad at? Are we true are we mad at just where they are in the standings or are we mad at the way that they're playing? Like I saw I saw Chad D. Deminisis with a tweet yesterday about like imagine if I told you in October they would have this set of numbers. And would be 10 points out of a playoff spot. And the numbers that he listed for that. Lukanen in top 10 in goals saved above expected. The Sabres top 10 in 5-on-5 scoring. Being in the positive in 5-on-5 goal differential. And for expected goals being even for 5-on-5. If I told you in October, all of that's going to be true. You'd feel good. You'd feel great. Yeah. But because of the standings, it feels horrible. Right. So is it just the standings, or is it a combination of both? I mean, it's got to be it's, some combination of It's both. all of it. The other way to spin all that stuff about overtime is the Sabres are tied for the second most regulation losses. You, oh, yeah. yeah. You, you earn regulation losses. Yeah. An overtime loss is something you have to earn, and the Sabres haven't earned it. So I feel like that's that's a way that I'm always wanting wanted to convince people. Don't think about it as a loser point. You need to earn it, and the Sabres have not earned it. They've been... Beaten in their own building a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they went to overtime ten more times than they have, they'd be in a playoff spot. They, you have to and earn, still lost. Right. 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 You, have to, you have to earn it, and they haven't earned it. Eight oh three oh five fifty. My quest constantly to relabel that loser point as the regulation tie point because you got to earn it. Eight oh three oh five fifty one eight 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 five fifty two five fifty on WGR.
0: You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Like, I'm a patience, patience, patience guy. You can't ask these fans to be any more patient. Like, that's one of the best hockey markets anywhere in the world. And my buddy said, you can feel it in the building. It's just, it's not there. He Basically, he said... This is not the way you should be experiencing hockey in Buffalo. And so you can't wait any longer. You can't tell these people, be patient.
1: Elliot Friedman, his 32 Thoughts podcast. Sabres win last night, seven to nothing in the black and red. You know, I'm going to tell you a little secret about how the Sabres can go undefeated. Undefeated? The rest of the way, yeah. You want to know? I'll, know I'll bet against it. them every night. <laughs> Whenever I just decide you, yeah. to throw the Sabres in a, yeah, like a $5 and a parlay, yeah. uh, they win every game I bet against them. Yeah. To the point where it's like, you know what? I'm going to this game. I'm bet against them. And when I forget to do it, they win. Yeah. Right, they, so, I'm sorry, they lose. So you stop doing that. I'm going to stop going to games because I thought there was a Tuesday night curse that I tweeted about last week where they had lost like 11 of 12 Tuesday night home games. And I tweeted that list out and Eric Wood responded to me, maybe it's you. Because I, <laughs> I put in there, like, I go to all the Tuesday night games. And you didn't go last night. I did night. not go last night. Here we go. And they won 7 to nothing. We got a formula here. I'll bet against them in their next game against Florida. I'm going to do it right now. And then they'll win. When I bet against them, they win. I just saw someone tweet out that the Sabres, since oh, the playoff drought, this season is their highest expected goals for. Or it's expected? No, just goals for percentage. Never mind. Five on five. So five on five scoring. It's their, it's their best season of the drought. Their power play is the reason they're going to miss the playoffs. It might be the number one reason. Yeah. Five on five scoring is not that. This is telling me it's up. And Lukanen's been so good, it is their power play. Has completely sank them. The way we just did all that about the overtime loss stuff. Yeah. Let me get you here. Let's let's do some some numbers here. It's nice to actually do the thing where, like, we used to be able to do this with the Bills, right? Where, hey, guys, if they were only in the NFC, they would have made the playoffs, like, twice. The Sabres have been so bad, you haven't even been able to do any of this. Of... Well, if we just did the standings like this instead, or if we put them in this division, then they would have made it. They've been so bad, they haven't even been able to do this. All right, I have a a question. Maybe a dumb one. That's fine. Is it it Let's Get Stupid Dumb? At at NHL.com, I'm looking at power play standings. Okay. What is net power play percentage? Is that it must be power play goals for and shorthanded goals against per game played? That would be my guess. Yeah, the net... Po- like, what's your yes. net power play yep. percentage? The Sabers' net power play percentage is worst in the league at 9.3%. Because they must be giving up... Like, shorthanded against. How are they doing? Bad. Shorthanded goals against per game played. They are third... They're, they're worst. So they have... <laughs> for a power play... Goals for per game, Mm -hmm. they are fourth worst. And in shorthanded goals against per game, they are the worst. So not only is their power play not scoring, but in fact, they're the worst at not getting scored on. Wait, they're the worst at scoring in the power play? They're the fourth worst. When the the team gets a power play, the Sabres have the fourth worst power play at scoring goals. Okay. And they are the worst... Power play at not getting scored on, shorthanded goals. Oh, against. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there are three teams tied there. That's so why the, I, the, the the penalty kill doesn't matter at all. I'm not even looking at the yeah, penalty. That, that doesn't matter. I'll it's look at that. the penalty okay. kill if you want. Right now, I'm on power play. No, that's fine. Penalty kill, we can do. They are. I mean, I I just look, was looking that up while you went through that stat of because well, I thought because I thought net power play percentage might include the penalty kill somehow and like is it all power play situations, but maybe not. Because that makes more sense what you went through. And in doing that, thinking, okay, well, their penalty kills better this year. So let's see. How high are they? And I got them at 17th. Yeah. Well, let's get back to net. The net. Yeah, the net. Which is shorthanded goals, blah, blah. Yeah. Uh, net penalty kill, they are 7th. Okay. So they score shorthanded? They score shorthanded a little bit more than uh, their counterparts. But they get scored on when they're on the power play. And they don't score. I mean, that's dead last. And yeah. you said 9.3%. Is that like, do we know, is that like significantly below other teams? Because all this makes me feel like this is the thing. Yeah. That yeah, it's I, I so bad that that's why. Yeah. Adam said yesterday, like, offensively, defensively, I don't think he mentioned the power play, but we're kind of in the uh, middle. No, the, the penalty kills in the middle and the power play is is, is horrific. Okay. Horrific. I mean, Adam said yesterday, like, we're in the middle at a lot of stuff, and that's a death sentence. Like, you've got to be, like, last year they were third in the league in goals, and that almost had them in the playoffs. And goals. Well, this year they're not really elite at anything, but they are. They're bottom in that. Horrific on the power play, yeah. Sweet. And Victor Oleson's in the lineup last night, and that guy can't... I mean, he, if we're not even going to try Victor Oleson on the power play, I just don't understand was, why he gets a minute on this team any further. I was thinking that. Think of how often a guy will be dressed in the lineup and getting minutes because he's really important for the penalty kill, Yeah, but that won't happen for the power play. Right. And that, listen, he's been tried in the power play earlier in the season. That's fine if you've arrived at a point of, well... That that thing, which was the one thing he did well, even when he was not doing anything else but score power play goals and score one-timers on this team years ago, that one thing that he's supposed to be good at, if we don't even trust him to try that anymore, that's where we've gotten. Well, he's asked for a trade. I, that was reported I mean, we thought this he asked week. for a trade in the summer. He asked for a trade again. He'd like to, he'd like to go somewhere and contribute if he can. Um, hmm. I had one of the things I was going to get. They to did win seven nothing yesterday. Yes, they did. <laughs> they seven played, to they nothing. Seven nothing, which brought back memories for me of Have, when they beat the Kings ten to nothing in the oh five oh six season, which was and, one and, of the greatest games of my life. Have the Kings had like a players only meeting or anything? I mean, they fired their coach when they lost to the Sabers a couple weeks ago. They could do it. Again. They could do it again. Yeah. Oh, I was going to get you something there. Another stat about. Uh, who knows? Oh, I know what I want to get to. We saw earlier today Adrian Wojnarowski reporting the Warriors attempted to trade for LeBron. Yes. And he said no thanks. Yes. But the framework has been laid and speculation will run through the offseason maybe that he declines his player option and goes in place for the Warriors. Yeah. And I would just like to say LeBron and Steph playing together is something that we deserve as humans. Society deserves totally, that. Totally right. Be amazing. It would be so cool. It A- would be so Adam cool. Adam Silver should step in. We're doing that. Make it happen? Yes. Didn't they once famously get in and like nix uh, Chris Paul to the Lakers trade? They the, did. Do, do, to do the reverse of that. They did. You two in the room now right now you're the parent and they're like you're doing this (laughs) we're doing it and every single game is going to be on national television yes let's go that local tell your local tv partners that they get a year off because we're putting you on tnt every night in fact what we're going to do the nba all right let's get stupid this is let's get stupid adam silver announces the first game of the nba season next year is warriors v lakers whoever wins gets the other guy's guy if the Lakers oh, win, go. Steph goes to the Lakers. Let's go. No, nah, I don't even want to do that. I want it on the Warriors. I want it on the Warriors. It's cooler if he's on the Warriors. Yeah, Give me get, get, get Draymond and Steph and LeBron. Yeah. Let's go. I had no idea how much I wanted this until this <laughs> was reported today to almost have happened. I know. they're 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 old, too. I didn't think you'd be so into it, too, because when LeBron... Was it LeBron and Steph last year? Said that they wanted to play for Team USA in the Olympics and like do a one. last... I think you were against that. Like all the old guys getting together for one last run. I mean, like, they were they were spearheading it. I'm but like, I guess that's not just about LeBron and Steph. That's about the whole thing. That's about Team USA. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want them doing a Team USA. But they want to play. They want to play together in some capacity. Well, Steph might. LeBron can become a free agent in the off season. That's the thing. They might not even need the Lakers. For this, He could just opt out and decide, I'm going to go play for Golden State at the end. That, though, so the story that Woj wrote said, the Lakers said, we don't want to do this, but he's LeBron. We'll pass it. We're going to pass it by him. We'll kind of let him make the final call here. And LeBron said, I don't want to go right now. Would LeBron be held back at all from this super cool idea because... He doesn't feel right about going to play for like a, this is team that's already good. This or? is not even that. This is the rival of his career. Right? True. It would be what? Mahomes is retired and Allen has an opportunity to play for the Chiefs at the end of his career. It I mean, would be I don't know well, uh, who else. What's some other one here? Manning no, the, playing for the or for the Patriots. I don't know. Right, like, right. It wouldn't be playing for a team that's all that good. The Warriors are in tenth. But again, it's last year in the playoffs, what were they, the 10th team when they went to the conference final? They were 6th or 7th. One of those bottom four teams? Yeah. And they just went deep anyway? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Does he not want people to see him in that uniform? Like, I don't know. It's the rival of his career. And I could see why, I guess, like, I I just don't want to do that. I think people might be tired of super teams now. Maybe. Yeah. So, no, be, no. I hope it happens. Yeah, They might have to draft his son to get it done. That's, uh-huh. oh. that's how you do it. Come let's, on, Golden State. Let's go. Go trade up. Go draft it Bronny be, James. It would be so funny if a team like Bronny James is, uh, you know, we got him mocked as a uh, mid-second, like fourth overall. Bronny James. Right. We'll take him. Because you know you're getting LeBron yeah. for the final couple the package, of years. The package deal. I'd do that. But the, the draft's a crapshoot anyway. Who knows? I get, I get this guy. For, uh, for a couple of years, the greatest of all time to do it. Let me g- Give me in on that. Eight oh three oh is Wednesday. Happy Valentine's Day. Extendo Sports coming up.
0: Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices, anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Breaking sports news airs first here. Guaranteed. WGR Sports Radio 550. 2020
1: Sports.
0: Extendo Sports.
1: Hey, so Morgan Riley got a five-game suspension for hitting that Ottawa player that shot the puck into an empty net in a manner he didn't like. Mm-hmm. Like the funniest thing ever. That's a... Uh, you don't, you don't shoot our net hard. That's a very baseball-y uh, type of thing <laughs> that was happening there, I think. Liam McHugh of, N- of uh, the NHL and TNT... We should have him on the show soon, too, Liam. We've had him on before. Yeah. He had a funny, I thought, snarky tweet last night that there's a little little unknown rule. A long-distance bank shot, empty netter for a hat trick, not disrespectful to the game. Slap shot into the empty net Oh, so is that's, that's disrespectful. I mean, you know what Morgan Riley should have done? He should have leaned into it all the way and said, my dad was a net maker. My dad used to make nets, and guys that would just blast it in there to break nets on purpose... I don't stand for that. Don't don't disrespect the net. Mm-hmm. My family grew up make, making nets. The, the Leafs. The Leafs thing was so embarrassing. So embarrassing for the Leafs. So embarrassing for everybody that defended Morgan Riley for that. Oh, you- I was going to say, I think it's more of a hockey thing than a Morgan Riley thing. There is, no, oh. I don't think there's a team in the league that wouldn't have reacted like that. That might be right because I—it's I, very I, much hockey culture. It's that's the thing. It's and, a uh, hockey culture. I, I'm thing. less worried about the hockey culture of having a problem with it. My issue is not even really having a problem with it. You can be—you can go, and go up and fight a guy in hockey. You can do that. All I'm right. always blown away at the number of times hockey decides. You know what the right thing to do is? Smash this guy in the head with a stick. That's the thing, too, right? Cross-check to the head yeah. is what he went for. It, it, and, it, it, and he may be even connected. It, it is a sport where if you just fight a guy, that's allowed. Right. You can't just fight a guy in the NBA. In hockey, you can fight a guy. Although, maybe an instigator penalty in the last 10 minutes. Whatever. You, that can get lifted anyway. Yeah. You just you want to go tell him you're not happy about it. Go over, put a glove in his face. In hockey, it's like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to cross-check this guy in the head. Hilarious. Hey, is what it is. If you're the Leafs, you should of course be upset losing to Ottawa again. They should. the The, the backwards thing is, I bet you Leafs fans are happier with their team after that. What What do the What do the Leafs fans probably say about their team the most? What do I see the most? They always get called soft. True. That's what matters to a lot of those fans. And, and that's Morgan Riley, s- I think, just earned a lot of brownie points for that. And and that's why they signed Ryan it, Reeves, who makes them actively worse. Who is like, right, exactly. And meanwhile, the funniest thing about it is, when you have a guy like Ryan Reeves on your team, it's supposed to be that that stuff would never happen to a team with Ryan Reeves. Right. And, of course, it still does. Right. Like, in some, again, backwards fashion, there are Leafs fans that believe Morgan Riley just messaged to the league. You can't just embarrass the Leafs like that. You 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 can't shoot a puck into our empty net hard. Right. When in reality... They're now missing their best defenseman for five games, and they're only four points above a playoff spot right now. So you might think, Elise might think, this is going to help us long-term, uh, identity. But I don't know. The, the margin for them might be real slim. And missing your best defenseman who plays 25 minutes a night for five games because he decided, I'm going to cross-check a guy in the throat. Yeah. Sick. I hope it works for you. $3 million divided by 82 game checks times five. It cost Morgan Riley $183,000. Skinner got suspended for a similar incident last year, didn't he? Cross-checked the guy like in the face after yeah, someone took, that's a right. sh- took like an extra whack at the goalie. That's right. Um, it's just funny. It, it, yeah, It is funny. It's the, it's the nature of the sport. Again, if you want to go fight him, go fight him. The cross-check is what I have trouble with. Al- always with the cheap shots. Always with the stick fouls. Right. Apply it to other sports and ask yourself how hilarious it would be. When Josh Allen pointed at that Bengals defensive back <laughs> on the pump fake, the Bengals defensive back, of course, should have been allowed to hit him in the face with a stick and say, we don't take that around here. Well, this is why I usually hate the uh, more than anything in sports is when baseball gets up in arms about little stuff like that, and then they throw a fastball at a guy's head going 96 miles an hour. Yep. All right. That's it for us. Tomorrow we'll maybe check in in Cincinnati. They're going to franchise tag T. Higgins. Not a surprise. That will remove one wide receiver idea of the day. So maybe we'll do him tomorrow, just because you know the clock might be might be ticking on that one. It might increase the odds of Tyler Boyd though being available. But as we went through earlier, I just don't yep. love that as an idea of the day for this. It was a great idea a couple of years ago, but he was under contract. Yep. All right. Well. Have a good day out there. Happy Valentine's Day to uh, everybody. Hopefully, you have candy hearts to your heart's content. I learned today that candy hearts, the ones that you and I and everybody knows so well, those little candy hearts, initially when they were introduced or or manufactured the very very first time, they were lozenges. I might prefer that. A lozenge. They're trash. Candy hearts are trash. They're trash. They're like the weird chalky, you know, like I don't know. That's the texture is weird to me. Not into it. You can give them out with the messages, but at that point, I'd rather just get a, get a card yeah. or something. I think. Give me today's the day for the box of assorted chocolates, where you get like the the twenty different flavors. That's what I want. All right, extra point show coming up.